pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Chance Encounters podcast. We've been running the board game cafes around the UK for over six years now. We've had hen do's to family do's from first dates, breakups. We've seen it all and recommended game for every occasion. And now we're looking for a fresh challenge. Each week, we'll invite a guest onto the podcast who will come armed with an abstract and absurd scenario. It's up to us to figure out what that situation calls for mm. and recommend a game that totally connects their four. Oh, oh, there's four of us. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, my God. Hello. Whichever game our guest loves the most uh, will score a point. And then whoever has the most points at the end of the series will be crowned the Titan <gasps> of board games. Oh. Whoa. Oh uh, I am Richard Scarsbrook. I'm one of the founders and, and directors of Chance Encounters. Um, and this might be my last podcast. I've <gasps> recently received an email that is to help out someone in, a, in another country. And it seems that they've got themselves in a bit of an economic bind, but they're willing to share it with me. Mm. So I'm going to leave you all in the dust because oh. I'm now rich. Wow. Yeah. You I thought you had like six weeks to live or something. N- no, I just don't want to be here anymore. Oh. I've, I've, I've made my money. <laughs> I Yeah, I was going to say, you can still yeah. do the podcast if you want, even if you're rich. I suppose. He is well, rich. <laughs> okay, you convinced oh, me. I twisted my out. arm. I'll no longer move to the other side of the world. <laughs> I am joined today with Ben. Hello, I'm Ben. I work at the Yogscast. I do streaming and other things. I'm a massive nerd and I love board games. I too have received poorly spelt emails <laughs> that I have chosen to ignore. I just assumed it was a different. It was the language barrier that was going on. <laughs> right. Are you saying that I'm not unique in this? I I I, I think he's cast a wide net. That's okay. all I'm saying. Well, I'm. You know, did you respond? He's, he's in desperate need. I figured someone else has already beat me to there it. I'm go. not lucky I'm, enough I'm to get get in there first. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> <laughs> our, our guest guru for this week is Russ. Hello, I'm Russell. Um, I work at Chance Encounters. I wear many hats there at the moment, and uh, I am the guy to go to if you need any pills. What? Because I've been receiving Jesus. many, many emails about pills in my spam folder. Um, so if you need any pills, discounted stuff, like just let me know because I've got many, many options there. Well, I didn't I know this was a drug them. podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, it isn't, but... Um, <laughs> Branching out. Yeah. It's got to, you know, I'm not the one supplying them. I'm just going to put you in touch with the, the, with the people. Yeah, yeah, I'm the middleman. You could call it a pill cast because you also cast the pills into the crowd of people and everyone's just looking at me <laughs> and our guest for this week is alex <laughs> yes hi i'm alex i'm a, a, a freelance content creator i love board games and i used to work with russell actually as a mm. as a games guru so yeah i know i know board games a little bit yeah not as well as russ that was actually how we met that is how we yeah. met mm. yeah and we met through your previous work with big potato and then at the uk games expo where you introduced me to Russ, mm-hmm. who now I work with. Yeah. And Ben's here too. Me? <laughs> I've met you now. <laughs> We've met before. Story. <laughs> Alex has come this week armed with an abstract and absurd scenario. Spoilers. This isn't actually the first time we've ever met Alex and done podcasts no. before. There's a super secret rare podcast that we've done before. 
Yeah, so mm. better not be using the same scenario, no. otherwise I'd completely ruin that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what board game I'm going to recommend. <laughs> Who won that one? I'm going to steal that. I, I, can I go first with my recommendation? Uh, no spoilers, but I remember who won. I won't spoil it. No, I picked a different scenario, um, and I've gone with something a bit... Uh, well, I think it's kind of interesting. So in my scenario, I have uh, fallen through a portal and I've traveled back in time and I'm in now, time and space actually comes. I'm in 1920s America. Mm -hmm. It's prohibition time uh, and it's a Saturday night. And of course, I'm going to go head straight underground into one of those secret mm -hmm. prohibition bars. Uh, and I happen to have a board game in hand and it happens to be the perfect board game for the scenario. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm looking for you to tell me what that board game might be um okay. so i'm just at this prohibition bar mm -hmm. if you may or may not know how those work it's like secret regalas okay so like well okay i, I mean i wasn't there <laughs> but i've been to like those kind of secret cocktail there. bars you don't have first-hand <laughs> information <of this. laughs> so um they're the kind of bars where it's like you know you're just it's like a cocktail bar or whatever and then mm -hmm. and then every i guess they'd have a lookout or something and every mm -hmm. now and again somebody'd be like shh and then everyone has to be quiet or like mm -hmm. they pretend to be drinking tea or whatever the case may be mm -hmm. um so it has to be a game where you can quickly like stop whatever mm. you're doing and maybe hide the evidence mm -hmm. why do you have to hide the board game though board games banned as well yes okay. <laughs> 1920s prohibition like, on board the games yes <laughs> the booze was fine that wasn't the issue that's not the issue yeah obviously a lot of booze will be involved as well so maybe mm. something that's quite simple and that you know boozy people can play um mm. and i would say like Player count anywhere from two up, but I would say the more the merrier because, you know, you want to get people involved. So, I mean, mm. do you know anybody in this bar or are you going to go and make friends? Are you I've just, just fallen through a portal yeah, into 1920. Well, that's true. So Did basically what you're saying is with you? you're just like, you've got a board game mm -hmm. and that's going to be the like social lubricant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just, I'm just thinking you're missing an opportunity here. What you want to do is you want to go there and invent all the best board games because there's nothing you couldn't invent back then in the 1920s the that you can do now. I feel like if you're back to the 1920s and you're trying to like back to the future sports almanac this, I don't know if board game design's the angle that you want uh, to be going for. Of the things that you could probably do, you you're could, not going to make the most money from board games. You could go games. write all the, folks. make all the Beatles songs 10 yeah. years early. <laughs> I would love that because I wouldn't be able to remember half the lyrics. So yeah, like, yeah. Hey Jude, na 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 na. Come on, you want to work? No, you know, you know. We don't. No, we don't. <laughs> Take <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a board game. You just go like, no, nope, nothing. Silence. <laughs> oh yeah, that's because I haven't sung it yet. <laughs> so you've fallen through 1920s prohibition. You've 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 decided that you're going mm. to the bar, or did you go straight through the bar? Is this a normal occurrence for the bar? Let's just say I fell into the bar. Yeah. Okay. yeah because otherwise, yeah. wouldn't know the password, right? The little switch yeah. opens up, yes. and they're like, yeah, yeah. "It's the password." Yeah. Do you think they just let a pretty women in any way though i think like probably not bars, you, i reckon because well, then that's how the cops would get yeah. in right? mm. but they wouldn't have allowed would they have many cops, cops in yeah. the 20s. That's yeah. true. i think you just turn up they're like yeah. there's no way <laughs> <laughs> you don't need the password you are the password Wow. <laughs> Missed your calling. I know. We have just gone. Sleazy doormat. We've literally gone back in time. <laughs> Sorry, let me just go get my fedora. <laughs> oh um, so what, uh, what kind of games uh, do you like, though? What kind of games do you like? Because it has to be a game that you're going to enjoy as well, right? Yeah. yeah, well, I like all sorts of games, really. I'm I'm not massively on co-op games. I I'm more of a com competitive player. I would say. Um, I just not to say I don't like co-op games. Like I like I do like some, but as a general rule, um, just like beating people. Want to I I love I love a betrayer mechanic or um like social deduction games. You know where yeah. where your whole is your whole is <laughs> your role is hidden not your whole is ridden <laughs> quite a different game wow is that, i mean either or you know <laughs> is that is that the definition of a spoonerism is that where you change yes, the first yeah. words so I, I do that a lot actually, it's probably yeah. the, one of the worst mm. spoonerisms yeah. <laughs> to make. it's quite a yeah. vivid imagery as well <laughs> well you know it's the 1920s. I'm like, doors. Yeah. I'm like a human autocorrect. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's the worst thing when you're writing out a text and then you just like read it back after you've sent it already and you're like, 
that didn't make any sense. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so going back to this, you've gone through this portal. Is it the first time this has happened in the bar? Are you like so you? Someone spews out. If it was right here, someone mm. spewed out a portal mm-hmm. into the podcast room. I'd be like, that's a bit weird. I wouldn't be like, hey, let's play a board game with you. <laughs> weird person from the future. Maybe you're an alien. Let's get the FBI in here. I think I spewed into like a storeroom. So nobody actually nice. saw this happening. Right. Oh, yeah. So I I don't know if this has happened so you before. just saunter out of the storeroom. Nobody's looking. Nope. Mm-hmm. Maybe there was a quick diversion from whoever portaled you through. And then you walk into this room and then underarm board game. Mm. Yeah. Because board games did exist at that time. Like the landlord's game mm-hmm. um, definitely yeah. was out Chess. at that time. Yeah. Like Chess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was more obvious choice. Yes. I haven't heard but... of that one. <laughs> it's a really obscure reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Board games have been around for a while. As it yeah, turns no, but... out. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, no, you're right. Mm. You're right. <laughs> like, I think they dug up like a, I've read in the news there was a Roman era D20 that they found in ruins somewhere. Mm, yeah. yeah. I feel like I've heard that, yeah. So you mm. said, so you said, don't like you don't like cooperative you don't like cooperative games. You want to be competitive. But I prefer to be competitive. I don't yeah. mind co-op games. If you, if you, if you, uh, yeah, I can do co-op, but it's just like not my preferred. S- saying no co-op choice. games would be great though, because we have used them a lot. <laughs> Probably mind a lot of those. I'm saying not preferred. Games. I think that's yeah. up to you then yeah. to yeah. maybe yeah. steer away you from it. You can shoot yourself in the foot if you like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leave the option open. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how, uh, uh, in an evening, perhaps, mm. that everybody's going out for some some hard drinking, subterfuge, away from the cops. Mm. You come in and then somehow get them to do some board games. Can you can you maybe yeah. take us through this pitch of how you've managed to convince these people to, to go to, to play some board games? Look, with come you? on. It's prohibition. People are looking to have a good time. Yeah. And they're looking to do it in secret. Mm-hmm. So I think if you come in and you're like, you guys... I've got a great game we can play. <laughs> I think people would be like, just like... People would be like, is this like the landlord's game? game? <laughs> <laughs> Better. Is that like chess? <laughs> that pretty new game, chess? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I don't know. Well, I guess I, it's up to you to tell me what the game is, right? And mm-hmm. to tell me how I would... I, then I can talk about pitching it, but... Um, uh, but yeah, you know... I see what you've done there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very good uh, sidestep of the question. <laughs> Oh, right back at you. Yeah. <laughs> mm, okay. Right. I think people are up for having a good time. So, you know, and board games are a good time. We all know that, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why we're here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We do introduce a lot of new people to board games. Mm-hmm. Like often, people will come to the cafe and they'll be like, "I have no idea." And that's a lot of a lot of games on that wall. So this this is right up your alley, there, Russ. Well, you know. I'm well, hopefully favorite favorite Please. question ever is them coming in going uh do you have any fun games yeah, <laughs> yeah. anything fun yeah i i, no. I, I, I think no, we're just gonna half those boring games. Yeah. <laughs> literally about half the staff now do that joke of no we we don't have any like that yeah. um, just because yeah. it's in that kind of place yeah, yeah. <laughs> just obviously in a joke we do have fun games yeah, we're basically yeah. going to turn this speakeasy into a board game cafe mm. yeah pretty much this is going to be the world's first board game cafe <gasps> do they serve food i mean we already covered that they serve alcohol yeah so i've actually um well i've not come through the entrance but the entrance Mm. is through a hot dog diner shop place Mm. and there's a phone booth in there and you have to like dial a number and then you go through i've actually been in a place in new york where this is the case so so that's why i'm like i'm actually speaking from in new york yeah yeah so cool cool. yeah so it's just like a hot dog shop but then there's like a little phone booth and you dial a number and then you go through the door you just go in you know like wow how is this hot dog business still going nobody's here yeah yeah. everyone (laughs) Everyone keeps going in but nobody leaves (laughs) yeah what are the hot dogs made of there is a place in leeds which is somewhat similar you go through a hairdresser's to get to the club Mm. below it looks really cool. I went to a few places like that in New York. There was another mm. one where you go to a coffee shop, but there's like a door in the back. And if you keep going, there's a cocktail bar in the back. Just want to know where something. this is going to end because there's suddenly all these businesses will just, you know, people will be just going and trying to move places <laughs> outstairs or like pull yeah. things out the till and just to like access this hidden place. Yeah. Where's the hidden bit? Where's the better bit? Ripping like, up rugs and stuff. <laughs> How in the know you need to be? Because if you're going to be in prohibition area, I'm thinking mm-hmm. like one level people are going to suspect they'll be like oh let's just go through that door and then suddenly you're in a you're in a different mm-hmm. place maybe you're in a gambling den but then you go through another door or behind that st- st- like staircase or whatever else and then you get to the next place and it's like four levels deep until you get to the booze right 
So you go, yeah, you go into the secret like vet's office underneath exactly. the hot dog shop <laughs> yeah, from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And then you climb through the corpse of one of the animals. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. It's dark, yeah, through the morgue. Perfect. Yeah. You climb into the coffin. Well, nobody's going to suspect that. The door morgue. So probably not. And then everyone's ready to have a good time at the board game cafe. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> heavily, heavily uh, legalized. No. The, the but, place could be called Hair of the Dog. Oh, that's There's the great. pun. There's mm. the pun for the episode. Tick done. I mean, it could be a dog groomers rather than a, a yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, mm. taxidermist. Yeah. Oh. Taxidermist <laughs> would be a great um, secret entrance for a business. But though. bad taxidermy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's my favorite kind. Yeah. Like wonky eyes. Yeah. <laughs> in like amazing positions as well. Yeah. Nothing like this is what this ferret would have been like. Yeah. No. He's like Superman or. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just don't know who decides to go into, you know, grows up and says, like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a firefighter. I want to be a taxidermist. I want to I want to stuff yeah. dead animal corpses. I feel like maybe it chooses you rather than you choosing it. Yeah. Just, yeah, just like I was just desperate for money. So I just took a job and that's how they stumbled into it. Well, maybe if Alex Sorry hadn't got a portal all the way straight into our uh, prohibition bar, then you could have stopped on the way to ask at the taxidermist. About what? Why they got into it. Oh, right. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm here for cover. Okay, work yeah. at the bar. <laughs> this is bad taxidermy. <laughs> like, I don't have to be good at it. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Cause, yeah, sorry. I forgot what the entrance was. Yeah, yeah, no, the entrance is still a hot dog shop, but yeah. Fair. <laughs> the alternative entrance that I've suddenly created for this. <laughs> I just realized the, the uh, way you get out. When they when they know about the hot dog one, they have to leave oh, through the taxidermy. There's two just talking about, like, yeah. a taxidermy and a hot dog place. Like there is a synergy there. There right? is, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, gosh, those, those, mm-hmm. yeah, those work clothes are <laughs> Anyway, what board games don't you like? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, co-op. I'm not super super big on, but also, um, I hate to say it because I want to like them, but dexterity games. Mm. I I want to like them, but I just end up being bad at them, and that mm. just makes it slightly less enjoyable because I like to be good at games, of course. Mm. Um, so I, I like the idea of dexterity games, but I mm. often don't tend to actually like Although, like, bars and dexterity games do often go hand in hand. Yeah. Like, I like to play, like, Jenga and darts and, That's like, true. Um, the, the flippy... Oh, f- what's that called? The flippy the mappy bar, thing. The, yeah. the maps. Uh, yeah, and the cup. I only know it from the It's Always Sunny Philadelphia, but that's not <laughs> the name of it. That to be is fair, not the name of it. I'm all right at Jenga. But yeah, I'm trying to think of but like have any you tried junk the, uh, superior banger at all. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> it's a superior way to play Jenga. What what does it involve? Um, it's it's essentially the same game, but it's called Banger. Um, and <laughs> the main it. difference is the difference. you can, as long as you only use one hand, you can touch it as much as you want. You can like you can pull pieces out and hold other pieces on and slide them around with your fingers. Oh, that's cool. Um, it's it's a bit more involved. It, you generally get much higher towers, mm-hmm. and it's much more impressive. I, I think it's. I think that is more way. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Rather. Although than... I thought you're only allowed to use one hand anyway. But once you you can only touch one piece in regular Jenga. Once you've pulled that piece out, yeah. you have to balance it on. And oh, that's but it. you can hold it. But you in can like, but as long as you you can like grab the thing with your right. hand and like twist it in a place so <gasps> it won't fall over and then let go. Whoa! Mm. Um, so you end up with these bizarre twisted monstrosities that like lean out and shouldn't Whoa. work. Imagine adding. Um, like an extra element on top of that where the Jenga tower is inside one of those grabby machines and after you've removed the piece you have to put it on the claw and balance it like that. Uh, oh my god. That would be cool, right? I, 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 you say cool, I mean like stressful. Fear inducing. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you'd ever get past one block on yeah. that. Though. Those claws are notorious. They're useless, aren't they? <laughs> yep. I, I hear that there's like an ability that they can like change the, the grippiness yes, of those. Yes, that's there a thing. Is, yeah. There's a setting. I've seen someone adjusting them mm-hmm. and they basically set to like one in 10 one in five one in 20 mm-hmm. times it has like a proper grip and it doesn't let go and then every other time when that setting isn't triggered mm-hmm. it's just got like this limp yeah like, limp yeah. fingers yeah yeah mm. i mean it, they, i mean at the end of the day it makes business sense because you don't want to just make it so that you grab everything <laughs> and there's also really also if you notice like when the machines they're more full obviously they they go down is it till they hit something like mm. because they don't just they just drop until they hit something right because otherwise if it empties out and it only went down a certain amount then eventually mm. it'd just be too low to actually have anything and it would think, make no. I think this needs to be a hard hitting news story about the investigations into uh, grabby claws. Oh my god! Let's, claws. let's expose the 
carnival industry for what it is. Exactly. You mean they're rigged? <laughs> yeah, always have been. This is blowing my mind. <laughs> Apparently, these emails have been sending out to be sent to everybody. All <laughs> the rigged. What is this podcast? Oh, Rich. <laughs> it's okay. Sweet summer child. <laughs> it's going to be all right, sweetie. It's not the first time in the last month I've been called a sweet summer child. <laughs> That's great. I really want to play Benga now, though. Well, you can. well, it's going to be available soon at store.yogscast.com. <laughs> is it just Jenga? You just, when you just put a J into a B. Yeah. J. <laughs> Print out a lot of labels. The rules are different, all right? <laughs> um, I know what you mean by um, dexterity games, though, because I I have also been like, oh, I'd really like to, to get a dexterity mm. game that I'd really like to play. Mm. But the issue with dexterity games is they're so skill-reliant. There's mm. no you know, clever strategies to yeah. kind of adapt and learn from it. It's just, can I do this quick enough or steady enough? Yeah. And if you don't have those skills, then you are always going to have a barrier to how good mm. you can be at those games. It's an interesting one because when we play board games, you're keen to, like, let's face it, you're probably not going to be playing with the same group. Are you talking about me specifically? Or? No, 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 just in general. <laughs> because with dexterity games, that that is the issue. If you own the dexterity game, you're mm-hmm. instantly going to be much better than everybody else. And whilst strategy and knowledge of the game with other board games is, is an issue, but normally the luck will come into it. Within reason, dexterity mm. games can be like, you're just better. Like, if I'm playing against a professional footballer, I'm not going to win. Like, there's not, not really whatever I'm going to do. Dexterity not- games are quite interesting. Mm. Well, yeah. it's like um, a, a mutual friend of ours, Ben, um, was told me, and it kind of made me realize it's like with a game called Geister Splits, which is a fantastic game. I love introducing that to people at the cafe because it's a reaction game where you flip over a card and you have mm. to kind of deduce not only what item need to grab, but then there's the actual reaction speed to grabbing mm. it first. And um, he would always do really well at that game yeah um, and i could never i never would be able to beat him because yeah. he had that natural ability i don't know if i necessarily agree that um you're going to be instantly better for knowing the game because i i think what i was saying is that if you have a certain reaction speed yeah. at a game like geister mm-hmm. splits it doesn't matter how many times you play it you are still going to be limited by that mm-hmm. whereas somebody who is just quicker at thinking and quicker at reacting is always going to be better at you even yeah. even if they've never played the- I think All I right. get that with anomia yeah. for example which is the same yeah. kind of idea but with mm-hmm. the words like I might think of the word but it's going to take me longer to think of the word than yeah. like you for example and that is really frustrating because it's it's all about thinking of the word and yeah. saying the word mm. so I just tend to go ah until I think of the word <laughs> we've literally played games where yeah. you said that like everybody else is like she's going to say it at some point it's just like filling the airways yeah. and then you just don't immediately like, you, you just feel yeah. like you need to say and not make a noise rather I just need to do it to let people know that I've almost got it (laughs) it's the warning siren (laughs) I will say though that there is an element of stress in dexterity and reaction games that I kind of enjoy it's the good kind of stress and that weirdly I enjoy Mm -hmm. I enjoy the stress of those even if I'll never be good at them Mm -hmm. and um, I think that's mostly in dexterity games that like the stress element that you don't tend to have that in other strategy games but yeah i just don't think that i am a dexterity game fan i don't think dexterity games are necessarily for me i'll play them um once or mm-hmm. twice yeah just because i like to always give them a chance apart from mm-hmm. jenga, jenga. <laughs> um but i will always yeah i haven't played Benga, so i'm hoping that will be the one to change <laughs> my mind it freshens it up a bit <laughs> yeah well you know there's all these takes on jenga you've got dread which is the mm. RPG where they That's use the Jenga actually. tower as the, the clock of the game. Oh, right. And every time you have to um, do a skill check or instead mm. of rolling dice, you have to remove a piece and put it. And if the tower collapses, mm. then that, that triggers a bad thing. That's mm. a great game, but yeah. I hate playing it with people who are klutzes. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a life piece. and death <laughs> yeah. scenario. Like, please be careful yeah. with the tower. <laughs> They're just blase. Yeah. Like, boop, boop, boop. Yeah. Oh, which one is it? I find that dexterity tends to be easy to get to the table, which is, I, yes. d- I don't know about you. I mean, you're mm. saying, like, I'm not too bothered about it. I'm like, it normally is the ones that hit the table for me. It's because you don't have to explain them when people aren't like, yeah. oh, how many rules and tokens are there? You can just be, literally be like, you, you do this. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you know, you, you can pretty much guess. Like, <laughs> it's fairly visually obvious what's going to happen. Huh? Yeah. Having said that, when I worked at the cafe, um, I had a couple come in before and um they asked for like you know what's your simplest game that you've got Mm. and i was like okay and i brought over a game called chairs which is kind of like an opposite jenga you get a bunch of plastic chairs and you just have to stack them up and try and get them as high as you can Mm -hmm. and i was like that's the game i left them alone with it for a bit and i um i saw them bringing it back to the library and i was like oh how was that and they're like yeah it was a bit like too complicated and i was like that's the simplest (laughs) game we have like i can't i can't make it simpler than that (laughs) So different different strokes for different folks. Yeah, as I they guess say. they can just go back mm. to the hot dog shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they should try Benga. <laughs> <laughs> Might be one rule too many. I'm not feel, so sure. Yeah. I feel offended. <laughs> 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 <Not> for that. <laughs> I just mean because it's like a game they know, but like it's a little bit different. So we ruled out somewhat dexterity and co-op games. Is there anything else that you're like yes? This is this is what I like playing. Yeah, like Social a... deduction is like probably my number one number thing one. that I love. Mm. Yeah, and it's good for numbers as, of people. I think it's as good well. for numbers. Um, it tend like tends to be pretty simple as well. You can kind of like mm-hmm. up the the rules mm. difficulty yep. as as mm. people get used to it with most uh, social deduction games. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like it doesn't have to be a social deduction game. But that's like high on my list. I also mm. really like um, deck builders, but. That's going to be trickier to play in like a bar. Yeah, and as well, I mean, and I guess, especially if you're going to have to pack up all of the drinks yeah. real quick. Yeah. And oh, also, yeah. if you have to pack up the game and you just suddenly mix your discard pile in with Ooh, your deck, oh, it's rest, I can't. I'm getting sweat. Just <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle that. Do you find yourself on the strategy or luck side? Uh, I like a bit of both, but I would say luck over strategy if I had to choose between the two yeah um just because i like chaos and luck is chaos so right <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. that's like right up my street somewhat guided chaos yeah yeah it's preferably a bit of both win. yeah where i have like some control and it's not all luck because mm-hmm. that's really frustrating when you just can't do anything about it when but, you've lost um, on turn one yeah you're like, i misplayed and everyone's like no <laughs> you can't take that play back <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, give me a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like a bit of both, but if I had to choose, I would say luck over over strat. Yeah. Cool, mm. nice. Mm. Um, so, what other questions have we got for for this scenario? We know it's uh, it's it's is alcohol going to be a, a big thing? Are these guys heavily drinking? Are these folks like? Do we have to worry about the mental capacity at this I, point? I think people are here for the drinks. Yeah. So mm. I don't know if they're all like off their faces mm-hmm. but like yeah there'll be there'll be a few drinks and probably and they probably have a drink in hand okay um so i would also say max. it's pretty dimly lit i don't know if that's oh, going to make a difference yeah, yeah, yeah. to Ooh. things have we got much i mean this is a very like boring question but have we got much surface to play these games no, on no they tend to be quite either like bar space or like small tables it's like okay. a keg like on an <laughs> upended keg you know how they have like little little cut out woods on top of them mm-hmm. or oh, like, like a, yeah they turned some kegs into stools yeah. by doing that yeah mm. yeah it yeah. yeah, may be a bit bigger than a keg but yeah Fair. roughly okay roughly. yeah we're not in cowboy times <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> sweet mm. Mm. that's a tricky one yeah i mean to be honest like with with the fact that you have to be able to hide the game quite quickly you mm. probably don't want too much on the table anyway yeah so uh, yeah, should I hopefully agree. guide you somewhat. Is this you're all scratching your heads? I feel That's like it's, I've one. posed a tricky one here. I think um, one of the games we've previously recommended, which would have gone fairly well with this, would have been something like Two Rooms and a Boom in terms of. That's literally like one card. And you they do wouldn't... have the two rooms. You've got the, the entrance room exactly. and then you've got the thing. And you don't exactly. Everyone's going to stay in the booze room. No one's going to want to go to the hot dog room. <laughs> you guys can well, go they're the hungry. Room, they get hungry. <laughs> yeah. And they tend to swap rooms, don't they? Every three minutes or so. But mm. we have the second secret entrance, so they can be like... That's no one, why no it was made. No one's to the creepy taxidermy <laughs> yeah. room. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I don't want to be in there. <laughs> it feels so haunted. Like, it's after dark, so it's all closed... <laughs> Or you go in with like a torch and all those animal eyes are just reflecting at you. Like, <laughs> one point in that way, one point in that way. <laughs> are you a part of my team? <laughs> yeah, that's me missing someone. They didn't come back from the taxidermy room. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, this is a, tr- a tricky one, but I have 
thought of some, but I feel like there might still be some delve delving to do. Okay. Um, like how, ultimately, how many people realistically are we likely to play with? Because does it matter? Like, I imagine it's just going to be short-ish games where you know it'll be done, and then you can go on with another group. And what is your purpose, by the way? Like,、mm. you know, are you trying to impress these people? Are you just trying to keep yourself entertained while you figure out how the hell you're going to get back from what 1920s? Like. What, yeah, bar never closes. How are you paying for the drinks? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even have currency of that time. I don't even. I have like pounds, and I have like a, a credit card in my in my bag. <laughs> it's a plastic.、Um, yeah.、Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not paying for drinks, but maybe that's why I'm playing the game.、Uh, they're having such a good time. They're I, getting you drinks. They're getting me drinks. I'm hosting、them. the game. You know, because they did、hustling. like the card. No, but I mean, like how you, if you wanted to, to、um, if you wanted to get free drinks and you know make money,、mm. you could pick a game that you're really good at that you can kind of look like you're really bad at. So you can like say, hey, we'll play it again, but this time let's play for money. And then this one you come in. What if you lose? And... You haven't got any money to pick. Well, this is、up. why you want to pick the right game. You don't want to pick <laughs> a game with any luck. You want to pick a game with strategy. That's what it is.、Right. Yeah. So let's say I'm playing. I'm. I'm just like. I just want to have a good time. Right.、Okay. I've just arrived, and I'm like, well. I'll have a drink. Maybe I had like five dollars in my bag. I don't know. The reality hasn't quite dawned on you yet、yeah. about the fact that you're, you know, a hundred years in the past. Yeah. And you're in an unfamiliar place.、Uh-huh. You don't even. Do you even know that it's a prohibition, like room? I think you figure it out pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. What when everybody like side eyes? Oh, I at least maybe I didn't even realize I've come back in time. Maybe I think I'm just at like a 1920s themed bar, <laughs> but through a portal, like. How, how, Maybe how, I fell on my head and I I woke up and I don't know I'm like where am I How did I get here from my board game Oh I'm at a themed bar I must have come here <laughs> <laughs> of my own will Wow everyone's really everyone's really committing to the bit Yeah Wow yeah. they love the accents they've, <laughs> they've even got rid of their mobile phones Wow、yeah. <laughs> They're really into this <laughs> Nice.、Mm. Um, what was the other question? Oh, how many people realistically? I reckon、yeah. anywhere between two up. Like I、right. think it's I I I said at the beginning, the more the merrier. So、okay. like、mm. I want to get more people involved. Like so, ideally not a two player game, but、mm. it can be a two player game if if you want me to be hustling. I don't know. Could it be a game that's kind of fun to watch then? Because yeah, that could be good. Because if people aren't like、mm. necessarily in, involved in the game, they might still be like, oh, what's this? So、mm-hmm. it has to be has it has. Has to have an element of spectator enjoyment as well. Yeah, like a yeah. visual appeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That crowd watching. Yeah, why not?、Mm. Yeah, I think I've, I've got one. I think I've got I've one. Got、mm. one as well. Yeah, yeah. It clicked in just then. Oh wow, it's、right. quite interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's recommend some board games. So,、uh, Ben, do you want to start this time? Okay.、Um, yeah, my game、um, is called Snake Oil, which、mm-hmm. you might be familiar with. There's a lot of、mm-hmm. other games that are very similar, so you can pick any of the very similar mechanic games. There's a whole. There's like a dozen of them. It's like a genre of its, it's own. It's a genre. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All that's different is the theme. The game's the same regardless. But Snake Oil's the one I've actually played the most of, so that's the one I'm going for. And effectively, you get dealt some random cards. With、uh, words on them, and when it's your turn, you have to take the random words you've got, make them into an item, and pitch that to.、Um, to is it? Oh, it's、I、like、forget. you get a, you get a, an occupation. The, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. someone's、mm-hmm. an occupation, and、yeah. you pitch to them your invention and、yeah. why it's the best. And everyone pitches their invention, and then the 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 customer, the one player who's the customer, has to pick. Mm-hmm. Whose snake oil item sounded the best and is one that they want to buy,、mm-hmm. and then the group rotates around, and the next person then becomes the customer, and everyone pitches to them.、Mm. And every time you, someone buys your pitch, you, you get a point. So it's really simple. I think it fits the scenario great because there's not very much on the table. You've just got your five cards or whatever it is you have,、mm-hmm. um, so that can be packed away really easily. And it's very easy for people to watch and listen because it's essentially just people making up rubbish. And, yep. <laughs>、mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, you should buy my lightning spade because it's amazing.、Um, <laughs> lightning spade, that's great. <laughs>、um, yeah, and I think when when you're drinking, it's even more fun because people get much sillier with it.、Um, mm-hmm. They get much more over the top and come up with ludicrous、mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, just really really easy going. You learn how to play it by watching one round of it, and then you get it. Um, so no one's going to get confused about the rules. I think everyone will have a good time.、Um, 
And it would work for a group. I think it can go up to 10, 12 people. So okay. you can start small and then everyone can be like, oh, what's, what's everyone laughing at over there? And then mm. the group gets bigger and then people join in as they as the, the game expands. I think you'd have a good time with something like Snake Oil. That's a pretty strong opener. I would also say that it's probably likely to spur some actual inventions as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah might give people point. some, you know, whirring cogs. Like, actually, yeah. could you, wait, they, we should invent a lightning spade. You can spade. sports almanac it here and yeah. invent stuff that they don't know exists. And you don't even have to think of it. You're just like... Mobile phone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That never is going to happen. Yeah. Mobile phone. Talking on the wire. What is this? Also, to be fair, that probably some of the cards would blow their minds because there's probably things that are on there that Uh, don't exist. So you'd be, you'd also be. In uh, educating them on what yeah. these things you are as well. You might have to fish a few cards out of the deck before you started. Otherwise, it was just a dead giveaway that you're from the future. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, they're like, what's a helicopter? <laughs> True. Well, they, their, their minds might even be blown by really banal things like, I know, uh, plow. I know, it's not the wrong thing because that's so no, my mind that's like a blown. long time what? before. What do you think but... the 1920s I know. Was like? I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know like, they didn't know board games or plow. Board games, that's it. That's the one. Chess. Dinosaurs, I'm pretty sure. Were yeah. um, guys, guys, I've got this great technological invention. It's called a glass. <laughs> Whoa, it's like a receptacle for liquid. It's just... It's actually just... Making me realise how little I know about what was invented when. This is my favorite. <laughs> game, like timeline game. Yeah. 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 There's a game yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but anything before 1920s, just get rid of them. Yeah. And just yeah. only play with the future cards. <laughs> like I don't know where this. This is. This isn't a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's good. And there's also other games that I really like in that genre as well. Like Fun Employed is one of my favorite yes. ones. Fun Employed was the one I was yeah. thinking of. Yeah, yeah, I love Fun Employed. Yeah. Um, I've played a bit of Snake Oil as well. Yeah, but not a huge amount of it. Mm. I feel like Snake Oil definitely suits this occasion. Yeah. yeah. They might think Snake Oil is a thing. Yeah, what about Snake Oil? Yes, that thing that we're all buying at the moment. (laughs) Yes, I have five gallons at home. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What, what, is this supposed to be an ironic tile? (laughs) (laughs) So we're just inventing real products then. Is that what's going on? Really really good, excellent products. They're probably all like, "Mm," like very suspicious of this new person with the funny clothes is coming like, oh yeah, pitch me all your ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Russ, mm-hmm. did you want to go next? Sure. Um, so my thinking of uh, a game was, I only kind of clocked onto it at the end when I was like, it has to be something that is enjoyable as a spectator because you this bar might be full of people and they probably won't all be able to get involved in a game, especially if it's a game with lots of people. Those generally tend to have a few more rules and like nuances about understanding the game. So it had to be something that's super quick to to teach um super understandable no no language barrier or anything but also really fun to watch and i'll i'm going to say this is a really fun game to watch because i was in a tournament for this game Mm. um where where we had a lot of crowd and the game is called strike um it's a dice throwing game Mm -hmm. so it does have an element of dexterity in it and i know i've said this i've this is kind of a theme with me (laughs) saying oh i don't like a thing and then just picking a thing that i actually really like but this is this is genuinely one of the only um dexterity games that i've enjoyed um essentially the box is where you play the game it's kind of got an arena so it's got sort of like a a curved sort of like indent where you're throwing the dice into it and it's kind of got like a sort of rubbery surface and your goal is to be the last player left standing you have a certain amount of dice to start with and there is a dice in the middle and these dice have one two three four five um one two three four five for example it might be two three four five six whatever and one of them has just got like an x on it if you on your turn you have to throw a dice into the arena and it has to stay in the arena if any dice match there so if i throw it in and there's like two twos in there my turn ends i get to take those dice from the arena and add them to my pool and that's my turn done however if I don't match any dice or cause any matches, um, I have a choice whether I want to continue to throw a dice and hope to get matches again. Mm-hmm. Therefore, basically, you know, 
getting dice back into my pool or carry on again. And then if I throw another dice in and it still doesn't cause any matches, you have obviously that's like push your luck element. How many dice am I prepared to keep going mm-hmm. and throwing into this pool before I go, I'm done? Or do I just go until I run out of dice? Because oh, you're making it easier for everyone else. Yes, yeah. because any dice, dice left in there, the, the next player, they get to potentially match with those dice. So mm-hmm. it's a constant like, tussle in your mind of do i keep going or do i stop and cut my losses Mm -hmm. the added twist is that um if any dice land um or 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 are knocked in the arena and they fall on their x side those dice are removed from the game completely so you're going to slowly reduce the pool of dice that everyone's playing with so it is inevitably going to cause um a game over situation Mm -hmm. and it is literally the last player left with any dice is the winner there's also a couple of other bits which are really fun. If all of the dice are removed from the bowl because you've removed them all as matches, the next player has to throw all of their dice in oh. at once. And if any dice don't land in the arena, um, those are also removed as if they've been landed on the X mm-hmm. side as well. So that is the entirety of the game. I've mm. honestly had a lot of fun with it. It's super simple. It does have the spectator element as well because you kind of root for people. Um, And it's also a game that you could potentially bring some sort of gambling in as well because it is luck dependent at Mm. the end of the day. There's very minimal like strategy. It's just, do I keep going or do I I stop? But you could also choose to like, you know, throw your dice at other dice in the pool to sort of like increase the odds Mm -hmm. of matching. But it also does have that risk of maybe those dice will just get removed from the game. I feel like this is just a complicated Beyblade. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> having never played that game sure it sounds great it sounds like the kind of game where people get like so invested that there'd be mm-hmm. lots of like cheering there and, is like yeah it, it just sounds like a, it so sound fun the 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 best bit is i was at um aircon which is a really nice um convention hosted in uh yorkshire every year um the last couple of years ignored Not uh <laughs> but it's the watch it played um team they're a, like a board game content creation sort of uh, group mm-hmm. they did they hold it held this strike tournament in uh-huh. um in the convention and it went down really well like we had a big crowd watching the final um final move mm-hmm. and because they did it so that you you had a bit of a team if you were in the tournament you were part of a team and as long as one of your people was in the final match you still had a chance to win and so it was really like rooting for you know your your team and i feel like that mm. could be replicated in a bar you kind of could just you know do it with like a you, you know you you have a team of your friends yeah and um and it's just really simple like i i mean i know i kind of took a long time to explain it but if you, it's easier if i just showed you how to no, throw that, that in sense, yeah. um but it's really good i really like that game for its simplicity and i do think it's not going to be too long before we get a copy for chance encounters i need to know though how did you do in the tournament Mm. So our team came second. Ooh, I got through to the semi-finals, but I was sadly knocked out. But I still enjoyed it. I still, you know, was watching the final and and it was really good. And as a result, we won um a copy of the game that was used for the tournament. So I have nice. a copy of Strike cool. and I bring it out if I need a game that you can just play in like 5 minutes mm-hmm. and just it's also because it's just dice in a box. It's so easy to pack it all the way, put all the dice in the box, put the lid on, hide it. Again, perfect for prohibition. Mm. So You'll hear that whistles and it's away. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It'd take like <laughs> two seconds to pack up. Nice. So. All right, another strong one. You Ooh. saying that reminded me of another game that would be really oh, good. Okay. However, I'm going to go for my original pitch because the packing up is potentially a situation with the first one. So mm. my, my first, uh, my, well, my pitch for this one is a game that probably most people will be like vaguely aware of. Um, it was kind of brought to popularity with Pirates of the Caribbean, um, and it's called Perudo. Mm-hmm. Now, Perudo has a bunch of rules, and um, this, <laughs> if you actually read the rulebook of Perudo, it operates <laughs> slightly differently to how I, as it were, house rule it. It's not one of those situations where you get taught by someone, you never read the rulebook, and then when you read the rulebook, you're like, no, there's actually... Yeah. There's actually some Classic monopoly totally... situation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, why is there cash under this, this cup? What's going on here? Um, but the, the idea of Perudo is uh, it's it's kind of like Liar's Dice. Um, mm-hmm. 
you have a cup, you have five dice in there, you give it a shake, you put it down on the table, and only you get to see what's underneath that cup. Mm -hmm. Uh, There'll be a a variety of numbers in there, but you're going to be using them to bid towards uh, whoever's going to have like the most outlandish uh, number of, of, of dice, as it were. So you might be saying, like, I think there's going to be three threes. And what you're saying is, on this entire table of everybody that's playing, I reckon there's at least three dice with the three face. And so everybody else has their own information, but you only mm. have, like, you know, a fifth or a fourth of the yeah. information that's come on it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and... if there's, like, five of you playing with five dice each, there's 25 dice in the pool, effectively. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So there should be roughly four or five of every number on average. But mm. if you've got four fives, you, you... know, there's probably quite exactly. a lot of other fives out there. And so the idea is that you each take a turn by putting your bid in. And the idea is that you're trying to kind of... Well, you can play in several ways, but you're always trying to either call out the last person, because if they lied, then they lose a dice... Mm -hmm. Uh, or you want to be kind of maybe truthful so that whenever you place a bid, the next person's either going to not want to call you out and make mm. their own bid, or if they do call you out, then you're correct mm-hmm. and then they would lose a dice. So you're basically trying to protect your dice, which are essentially your lives, at all costs. Mm. There is also the ability that if you think, I think you're spot on, I think there's exactly three threes in this entire thing, then you can call that. If there is exactly three threes and everybody else loses a dice, so it's actually oh, quite wow. a good catch-up mechanic if you're like in 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 need. Um, Perudo has ones as wild cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't we don't talk about that. Maybe maybe you'll use that. Read the rule book if you want to use that particular rule. <laughs> um, but I think it's really good. It's really easy to clear away. Again, a bit mm-hmm. like Russ's, it's just some dice. Each person will have their own set of dice that's going on. You can mm-hmm. easily mm-hmm. hide those. It's also a cup that you're using to cover it. You could just use your hand. You can influence, uh, uh, like, imp- improvise. That's the word. You yeah. can improvise with whatever else you've got. Or uh, you could just pretend you're drinking some soft drink in the yeah. cup when the uh, police <laughs> come through. Coffee cup or something, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Those... Oh, I've just, we've all happened to have just finished our coffee. Oh, that's a surprise. <laughs> oh, oh there's dice in the bottom of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading the dice leaves. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's good. It goes from, pretty. I've played it at two, I've played a, actually number of games at two player well, and surprisingly holds up. Because it is like a last player left standing, right? So yeah. it does ne- eventually go down to two anyway. It can take exactly. a long time to yeah. like whittle everything it down. Yeah. can do, yeah. It's quite good for a spectator sport, especially when people are like, no, there's definitely not six sixes in here. You, you're you maniac. You're mad lad. What's going on here? Um, and then they're like, well, I've got five of them. Does anybody else have a six? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we actually do. It can so, be a bit like poker, can't it? It's that yeah. kind of like style game where you're mm-hmm. you're bluffing and you're also trying to read other people mm-hmm. yeah no i like that a lot and liar's dice it was featured in stuff like red dead redemption you could literally <laughs> you could, i may have spent a bit too much time in red dead uh, <laughs> playing liar's dice so uh, stephen fry is like a massive supporter like he was like a um uh what do you call those people who like uh Advocate? ambassador or something for yeah like a few years ago that was like a big thing what for for Perudo. Oh, I yeah. thought you were like Red Dead not... 2. <laughs> and we've also got Stephen Fry on side. <laughs> you can't not pick on because otherwise... you in the portal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't pick it, I hate Stephen Fry. <laughs> you, how could you? <laughs> a national treasure. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. reads the Harry Potters. <laughs> He's wonderful. Well, these are some very good picks. Um, mm. Very strong picks. So I like... Peruda. I actually only started playing Peruda quite recently. My partner got me into Peruda because he's like, obsessed with it. And um, uh, now he doesn't really love playing it because I'm really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the same thing happened actually with poker as well. Mm. Um, so, what yeah. What I'm saying is it's also an entryway into you hustling your way back. Yes, that's a good point. So, there's the hustle angle. Um, and also, I, I like quite I like lying games like that. Mm. So, that's great. Um, keep Russell's... saying other good reasons why you like it <laughs> Russell's Strike I've actually never even heard of Strike but mm-hmm. I'm really like I really want to play it like mm. it sounds great and I really like games like that where it is a spectator sport as well mm. like where people like gather around and really get into it. like Clask is another one like that actually I think um, yeah you or... can like and also because it takes like five 
minutes, 10 yeah. minutes for a game, it's easy to just sub in and then you don't have to wait too long for a thing yeah. like winner stays on kind of situation. Yeah. And I can hustle as well. Yeah. Another hustling. I think all three of these are actually good for mm. money, money wise, because Ben's also, as we've already established, um, people may invent things that I can then <laughs> bring to market and, uh, <laughs> and, and sell for millions. Um, they're all really strong. I would say the only thing with Rich and Russ's is but both of them involve dice and throwing of dice, which can be quite noisy and might not necessarily be like noise that you would associate with, for example, if we're pretending to be a coffee bar or something so like the that. Point of that it's got a rubber base. <laughs> actually make that yeah, much but you noise. might hit other dice and things, right? I mean, it's. I mean, you're not like shaking a, a dice and cup together, like whoa, like a sound whoa. of a cocktail. Don't throw bar. me under the bus here. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, well, that's true. Um. I mean, they presumably were allowed to gamble during prohibition. No, if you're not, if, if prohibition if whole, on everything that was sitting. The whole point of a prohibition bar is you're not actually supposed to be drinking. I don't think the legality. But it's not of, the drinking that's the issue. It's the playing with dice, right? It could be just a games room. Yeah, but I'm saying like if you're already doing something illegal, I don't think saying oh that other thing that we could be doing is illegal. <laughs> doing we should be doing. We better. should only be this doing this illegal, illegal thing. Like the, I think you're all in at that point. Yeah. The okay. point is that we don't want too much noise that might not be associated with the area just because we want people we don't just don't want people coming in all the time mm. checking Hot in. dogs you could don't be, have a lot of dice being rolled yeah, yeah. could be ruffle shuffling the cards man that's pretty noisy as well <laughs> how are you shuffling your cards <laughs> you know that you know when poker players when they do that <laughs> i don't really think you need to do much shuffling. i know i'm fighting a losing battle oil. but i'm just gonna keep sorry, fighting there's, there's gonna be too much mirth going on with snake oil I mean, yeah to be fair all of the games are gonna have like you know p- the crowd going wild oh yeah <laughs> Gonna be so, cheering yeah, and clapping. Exactly. I think the I'm I'm clearly going for snake oil here. Of course, I think, <laughs> you don't think, have to justify it. It's fine. We all understand. I will say it's just mainly because I love I love dice games, right? But like mm-hmm. it's it's the fact that you don't have the noise of the dice, but also the fact that the the noises that you do have of the game are noises that you might find in like a coffee shop anyway, a conversation okay. noises, yeah, right? Just so, chatting and stuff. Yeah. So I think I will have to go with Ben's. Um, I've played. Two out of three of these games, and I would say actually Snake Oil is my least favorite out of the three games, wow. but is the strongest one I think out of the picks I, and, for the, and the scenario. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I just knew you loved the mystery game that you never played before. I really I loved had your that game, there. actually. Yeah, and I <laughs> let's play it after this. Like, I'm no, not, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> never to be seen again. <laughs> No, I think it's a good one. I think Snake Oil is great. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be making a lot of money out. Certainly not, not. Not immediately. Like you could, That's you could play game. Perudo, and then you'd be able to, you know, go. And I don't stay know somewhere. how long I'm stuck in the 1920s, though. Ag- agreed. I also say with, um, which by the way, Snake Oil is a really good game, and actually used to have it at the, mm-hmm. the cafe. Used to work up, but I feel like you'll have to, you'll have to take a load of cards out. Like oh, you yeah. have no idea what that is. Still, <laughs> it's like we have um, a copy of Twenty Second Showdown, which is a. Uh, a game at the cafe with a lot of activities but there are certain cards in there that you don't really want people doing at a cafe for example like remove an item of clo- yeah, yeah. clothing and you're like right we're going to take that one out so you have to kind of set the, the <laughs> game up and I feel like you'd have to do that with snake oil as well but I guess with that you could just have like oldie timey parchment written with quills in you could just add your own whenever you want it's the mm. 1920s it's not with quills ancient and stuff. Egypt <laughs> like <laughs> this is papyrus yeah. <laughs> get that copy of timeline now when was paper invented yeah exactly. what's going on mass printing who made that they had like newspaper papers and i'm pretty sure in the 1920s that's false advertising <laughs> fake news fake news fake newspapers yeah, big paper you're, you're a sucker for believing exactly. all their lies exactly well uh. thank you so much for coming on and uh picking the worst out of all of them <laughs> yay well thank you for having me and thank you for pitching some great games no worries good um, time thank you where can people find you uh, I'm Board Game Yogi everywhere I'm on Twitch I'm on Twitter I'm on Instagram I'm all the places Board Game Yogi uh, or Alex Lowley's is my name but yeah cool well awesome. thank you very much for coming on it's been great having you and uh, that's all from us for today mm-hmm. 
If you haven't considered, check out the podcast uh, in the audible audio form on mm-hmm. all the all the cool formats that you can go <laughs> wherever you get ones. your podcast. Exactly. Um, we we would love it if you could you know leave us a comment. Maybe mm. what would you have pitched in this scenario? Mm. Did you think that our games were good enough? Yeah. Did you have a better one? Would what would what would Alex love? Instead of snake oil, what could she make some oh, money off? Two rooms better? and a boom. Exactly. Pitch two rooms and a boom. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be insta picks. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining us and have a good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.